0: Your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kenny XR, your coach, Jared Ellison? you're listening to the Locked On Hurricanes podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join me this weekend on Saturday around 8 or 9 p.m. to get in on the action. And today's episode, uh, there's a lot going on for sure, folks. Um, that was obviously the big trade that was made yesterday. We'll be talking about that as well as the Carolina Hurricanes. Preseason uh, schedule getting released the other day, as well as their full regular season schedule as well. Um, and on the flip side, uh, looking over at the college side of things, the NC State Ice Pack schedule has also been released, so we'll also be looking at that as well. So diving on into the big stuff that everyone's been talking about. I know the expansion draft has obviously been talk of a conversation. That will be uh, coming out this weekend as I did a crossover with JD from Locked on Ducks and Seth from Locked on Wild. So you can look forward to that this weekend um, to hear my thoughts on that. Um, but you' going to say, kind of disappointed. But again, you can wait on that for the weekend um, because I had a blast recording that. But what we're going to talk about now is... The, oh, how do I put this PG? Um One of the dumbest moves the Carolina Hurricanes have made in recent memory. This was a Ron Francis level GM move. This was Don Waddell down in Atlanta move. Okay. The Carolina Hurricanes traded Alex Nadelkovich to the Detroit Red Wings for Jonathan Bernier and a third round pick. What the hell? I I'm honestly just at a loss for this. Um because you know, I understand the Hurricanes were worried about the salary arbitration stuff with Ned. I get it. Um and if you weren't gonna be able to get a deal done. That, don't get wrong, it sucks to the moon and back uh, that they weren't able to get something done. You finally had your goaltender of the future, something you had looked for for years and years and years, almost a decade, ever since Cam Ward's Prime ended. And you finally found that, and you couldn't get something done. And that sucks, because it's... Uh, you know, evidently the Hurricanes were offering Ned $1.5 million annual uh, AAV. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember seeing the term on that. I'm assuming it was probably in the two- to three-year range. Um, and he wanted three-and-a-half, um, again, in that two- to three-year range. Why were you not able to get that done? Because whenever he gets traded to Detroit, he signs for two years and $3 million. He took less money, and I understand this isn't, all about money with ned because his fiance does live up there um i understand that was probably played a factor in him being willing to take less money but you look at what he has said today or last night today you know about the uh situation uh that he was caught by surprise with this uh he wanted to be here this felt like home he wanted to put his roots down here and then they do this like it's one of the dumbest moves the hurricanes have made and you know they saw him as a backup and he saw himself as a starter i get it uh i do um i understand the Hurricanes' side of things of them being a little unsure you know because it was such a small sample size um but that sample size you got was extremely promising and you've had him in your organization for so long, invested so much in him. He's finally starting to prove himself. Why wouldn't you want to keep him here? Um, again, I feel that that three three and a half million isn't much. Like that wasn't you know that was the Hurricanes could have done that, um, and heck, they probably could have you know done the three million or maybe even a little bit less than that, maybe in the range or whatever um you know i feel ned probably would have been willing to take a little bit of a hometown discount uh but they've struggled for so long and they finally had one for the future and they traded him away i understand that the hurricanes are looking for a veteran goaltender right now for their win now mode i get that um but you could have gotten that and kept ned you could have done that um, and that's extremely frustrating because I saw earlier today that evidently there are talks with Peter Mrazek and Jonathan Bernier right now but that is going to be an extremely underwhelming tandem uh, Don't get me wrong uh, Peter yeah he's good uh, but is he's, he, he's good he's done a lot for us he's yeah may we wouldn't be where we're at without him. But is he a Stanley Cup level goalie? No. Um, That's been evident in the playoffs because he's gotten outmatched. When we get up against a top level goalie, he's gotten outmatched. Um, And there's that clear divide of where he's at the good level, but these other goalies are at the great level level Jonathan Bernier like I understand you know there were some Detroit was very bad this year and you know, he had a decent season with the team that he had in front of him but he's not the answer either by any means um and the Hurricanes have always have had a history of going cheap in between the pipes and again like I just said you look at the playoffs these past few years Again, it kind of comes down to goaltending a lot of times. Yes, uh, you know, top guys, you know, weren't producing like that Tampa series. They weren't scoring goals and whatnot. You know, that is what it is there. I've said they need to get another top six forward this offseason to score goals. Uh, but goaltending has been a really big issue in the playoffs. And it's, and you had one that, again, really could have taken you to the next level. Um, and then you traded him away. Is Ned a you know Stanley Cup level goalie right now? Uh, probably not. But you had invested so much in him over the past few years. And he was really starting to come into his own. Gain that confidence. And just be an outstanding goaltender. Um, and then you traded him away. And that's not good uh, to say the least. Evidently the Hurricanes are quote looking to make a splash. But. Jonathan Bernier signing him? Nah. Re-signing Peter Morazic? Decent move, but that's not a big splash. Like, you... They gotta do something, honestly. And I pity the new goalie that will take over. Because, oh boy. You know, you're replacing Ned? Good luck. Because the fans have loved him for years. Him being in the system and then that he was able to show up and be outstanding. Yeah, good luck. Peter's probably the only one that could withstand that storm. Anyone else, unless you're signing, unless you're getting like Marc-Andre Fleury, good luck. Um, that's all I can say really there. Um, but, you know, we're obviously talking about, you know, games coming up, you know, whatever goalies going to replace those, you know, we're going to have to have a goalie. Um, for next season and the preseason schedule and the regular season schedules have been announced. And we will talk about that stuff right after this quick break, folks. All right, folks, we are back. And so is the Carolina Hurricanes schedules um, because they have announced their preseason schedules and uh, the regular season schedules. Um, We'll talk about the preseason first. Um, The preseason, uh, the first opening preseason game is on Tuesday, September 28th at PNC Arena against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, And then on Friday, October 1st, we are down in Tampa. Tuesday, October 5th, we are back home playing against Nashville. And then on October 9th, we are in Nashville. Um, So it's kind of a repeat of the playoffs. Um, That's interesting. Um, So, I mean cool uh <laughs> you know really you know it's just again we have played these teams so much uh we'll see how things go um yeah you know, i think it may it's preseason so i don't expect it to get too too feisty um but that tampa series is gonna be interesting and nashville is also gonna be interesting i get these are only exhibition games but oh man there's there's definitely maybe a little bit of some grit uh, in there, especially against Nashville. Um, but yeah, it's interesting it being against both of the teams we we're against in the playoffs. Uh, and usually, you know, in the past, um, you know, we've obviously had that King at Carnival on the final uh, preseason home game. It'll be interesting to see uh, if that happens again this year. That would obviously be on tuesday october 5th if they do that i don't think they will um because i mean they may um but so far nothing has been said about that um usually that's obviously more in like september um type stuff uh rather than october uh but you know we'll see how things go um i really hope they do it again that'd be awesome uh but we'll see uh because it seems like the past few years that's always been against Washington as well so we'll see what happens there with the Caniac Carnival on that final preseason home game um and then of course you know we had the regular season as well we're obviously uh back to the 82 game um uh slate um we're also back in the Metropolitan Division uh so that's obviously you know we're getting back to normal. Um, And the hurricane, there's definitely some interesting dates here. Uh, Obviously, the biggest one is uh, opening night Thursday, October 14th at PNC Arena against the New York Islanders. So that's going to be an interesting game. Uh, New York is obviously coming off a good season. We are as well. And so that'll be fun. That'll be definitely a fun game. I'm kind of surprised they went with New York uh, rather than uh, more marquee matchup i guess you'd say um you know just with the hurricanes being a team on the rise uh and you know us being back to playing everyone again i'm kind of surprised they didn't go with like washington for the home opener Um kind of surprised at that um but again i know the making of the schedule is way out of our hands um so that'll be interesting there, um, you know, because like uh, the nineteen twenty season when that opened up, we opened up against Montreal after you know that entire offseason offer sheet stuff with Sebastian Aho, so or you know having a repeat of Nashville uh, open the series of how uh, gritty that series was, um, and then on the twenty fourth, uh, the Hurricanes will be playing the seattle kraken for the first time um they will be in seattle for that um and then the kraken will make their first visit to pnt arena on march 6th so that that'll obviously be fun um obviously you know, i'd like to go to seattle for a game but you know, money <laughs> yeah you know, so that'll be cool you know definitely come march you know that'd be a fun one to go to for sure um, the Hurricanes do have a lot of back-to-backs this year, um, having 14 uh, back-to-back games in this 21-22 season. Um, and their home schedule is, uh, um, they do have some uh, decent home stands um, as well. They have uh, four 4 game home stands, including uh, October 25th through the 31st, uh, January 29th uh, through February 27th, Um, and March 4th through March 12th, excuse me, I forgot to, how to speak there for a second. Uh, and then March 18th through the 24th as well. So definitely going to be some, uh, interesting, uh, stints at home. PNC Reno is a very hard place to play, um, for opposing teams. And, you know, this year with things being back to normal, um, it's going to be crazy in there. Um, and the hurricanes of course are, Going to be playing against the Tampa Bay Lightning on November 9th and the March 29th, uh, as well as March 22nd. So we do have some time to get some revenge, at least in the regular season. Um, and then they do have uh, some long road trips before, uh, in this season as well. They have six road trips, uh, three games or more, um, and their longest one is going to be a six-game road trip. Uh, from November 16th to the 26th. So there's a lot of hockey coming up now. Um, you know, we're used to that. We kind of got used to that 52-game schedule, um, you know, last season. Uh, so it's going to be nice to have a full 82 games uh, this year. Uh, it would be interesting to see how the players handle it. Um, they you know, had obviously got used to the uh, season that got cut short due to due to the pandemic, and then you had last year, which was a shortened season. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how things go. Um, and then, of course, we are having the return of the All-Star Game, um, as well as um, you know the Winter Olympics this year, uh, or next year, I should say. So we will also have those breaks again. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, what hurricane gets named to the all-star team or I don't know if the NHL is sending players over to the Olympics I know that I think they are um, but I know sometimes uh, leagues sending their professional athletes over to compete in the Olympics can be a little weird I do believe they are sending guys over um, you know just because we are having that break so it'll be fun to see uh, who makes that team Uh. If anyone you know from the Hurricanes is on the Olympic team or the respective Olympic teams, because you know not everyone is from America, uh, but you know it's all great stuff. Cannot wait uh, for the preseason to start, for the regular season to start. I really do hope that uh, practices and training camp will be open to the public again this year, because that'd be fantastic. Um, really missed uh, not being able to go to that stuff last year. You know, it something I really enjoyed doing. Hopefully, we can be doing that again soon. I'm sure we'll uh, know more on that stuff as time gets closer for that stuff uh, because that is obviously still a good ways away. Um, But we had another schedule get announced um, last night, and that was the NC State Ice Pack. I've had multiple members of that organization here on the show before, um, and you guys know me. I'm a big State fan, big Ice Pack fan. So we're going to talk about their schedule right after this as well. Now, you longtime listeners know all about the greatness of Built Bar, but say you're new here and you don't know what Built Bar is. Well, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market, and they have nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor. Those nine flavors are coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. Um, My favorite out of those nine original is definitely the double chocolate. Um, And if you haven't tried all the flavors, say you've only tried one or two, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine original flavors. Um, And of course, they're obviously having a bunch of uh, limited time flavors coming out all the time. So make sure you uh, keep an eye on that. And regardless of it's if it's one of the nine original flavors or a limited time flavor, they are all covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are also great for the health conscious individual as they are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. And the Olympics are going on right now, and Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. And isn't that awesome, guys? Uh, again, you want to be like your Olympic athletes? You know, get you some built bars. So go to built.com and use promo code locked15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. And right now, folks, um, the Olympics are going on right now. And say you're a betting individual um, and you want to throw down some bets on the Olympics or you know, you could bet on the Carolina Hurricanes, and that doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q, and handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. Now, folks, uh, it's time to switch gears from the NHL and start talking about NC state ice pack hockey. Um, you guys know I am a big NC state ice pack fan, always wearing my ice pack shirt in the gym. Got to represent my boys. Um, but yeah, their schedule has finally gotten announced as well. Um, and they are going back, um, to how things were as well, because, you know, while the NHL is getting there, um, you know extended schedule or their normal schedule back nc state as is as well they had a very abbreviated schedule um this past season um but you know now their schedule is looking normal again they're opening up their season on september 17th against unc chapel hill screw the tar heels Um, um and that is a home game as well Um, So that'll be awesome. Um, And then on the 18th, they're playing uh, Liberty University's division one program. You also have uh, some other teams that stick out in there. You're like university of Kentucky, wake forest, um, Cincinnati. Um, One really fun one will be the governor's cup. Um, That date is to be determined, um, but that will be at PNC arena against UNC chapel Hill. And that was kind of their uh, fall slate. Um, And then you had the winter stuff. Uh, starting in January, uh, you know you open up against Liberty there. Then you have games against uh, Virginia Tech, UNC, Wilmington, Coastal Carolina, um, and then you know starting in February on the 19th is when your ACCHL tournament starts. So that will be great stuff. Really looking forward um, to being able to go back to Ice Pack games. I was able to catch their regular season. Uh, final game uh, of this past season. um, so that was really fun. even though they did lose that game, yeah you know, they're still able to go into that ACCHL tournament and win their third straight uh, conference title. So that was awesome. Hopefully they can make it four straight this year. Um, I expect that team to continue to be an absolute powerhouse um and just run the ACCHL um and hopefully, You know, they can get back to the national championship tournament. Uh, They made it to the quarterfinals, I believe this year, Um, end up losing out. Hopefully, you know, next year they can, you know, keep it going, get on to the semifinals and the finals and bring home a national championship because that would be absolutely fantastic um but that does it for today's episode folks um i know there was a lot of big news going on uh and of course there is the expansion draft as well and you can look out for that crossover i did with seth and jd from locked on ducks and locked on wild um you can look out for that this weekend and if you haven't already go make sure you listen to the interview i did with fayetteville marksman owner and ceo charles norris had a blast doing that as well um But until then, make sure you have your notifications turned on on whatever streaming platform you use, as well as following the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. You guys have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.